Welcome to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Welcome in, everybody. I'm the big man. And next to me, with the biggest liver in the business, the juice, and this is the Cheap Seeds Podcast. You talk about me like I drink a lot. Um, As we're going live right now, everybody <laughs> on TikTok, uh, his main thing, he has over 50,000 followers, and his main thing is drinking. So, yeah, you, you either got to not have a liver or... <laughs> I think it's Just defective. Like the biggest defective, defective immune. <laughs> I need to send it back. Like I think it's working pretty damn good to me. It works overtime for oh me. Oh God! Oh my goodness! No doubt. Ah, right, what you got? What you, what you got for us this All week? Right. Hey, well, buddy, how'd you have? Uh, did you have a good weekend? Yeah, All I right. had a good weekend. I you know, too bad. I was thinking today. I came to this conclusion. But I got some uh, pretty uh, dumbass friends. Uh, yeah, I can concur. I'm one of them. But uh, yeah. Well, I I wasn't gonna say anything, but since you're uh, bringing it up, uh, yeah. How in the hell do you uh, get a ticket and a TikTok <laughs> follower all in the same instant by a sheriff? <laughs> so yeah, I I did I did do that. Um. Hold on a minute. I'm telling people in the live how they can find us. Um, go to your other story. You said well, you had two stories. Go to yeah, your other story. Yeah, Let me tie you know, I just want to say, though, you're the only motherfucker I know that hey, what all platforms come up are we with on? Uh, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, a bunch of them, like a bunch. So, But I don't know every one of them. All okay, right, so. so story about the Sheriff's Department. All right, so go ahead. You go with the story about the sheriff's department. Okay, so I'm driving home yesterday after work, and um, this I'm I'm rolling down uh, Route 11 from Mount Sterling to Flemingsburg. Uh, Anybody that might be local might know where that is. It's a straight as shit road with nothing on it, right? Right, yeah. So I'm rolling down this road. I drive it every day. I'm about half asleep. While I'm driving it, because I'm just mind numb. I've got my earbuds in, listening to Pat McAfee, um, rolling down through there. I think I'm crunching on a French fry. I'm not speeding at all. The speed limit's 55 on this road. All right, all right. I'm going like 59, literally. Right. Maybe 61 at my top speed. All right, we'll get to the part where your your all sheriff right. gets pulled you up. All right, so I, I, I get rolling down through there. I see two cops sitting on the side of the road. You can obviously see they're talking. One of them's state boy, one of them's deputy sheriff. And uh, as soon as I go past, the deputy sheriff whips that son of a bitch around. And I was like, fuck, what the hell is he getting me for? Not even, I mean, nothing has even crossed my mind. I'm like, I'm not speeding. Like, I I don't think my headlights or taillights are out. I mean, it's the middle of the day. He wouldn't have seen that anyways. Right, right. Like, and sure enough, he catches up to me, throws the blue lights on, I pull over. He gets up, or it turns out I didn't have my seatbelt on. <laughs> Fucking shit. So he goes back. I give him everything he needs. He comes back, and he says, uh, so uh, I see those fireball shots over there in the passenger seat. You ain't been into none of those, have you? 
Mm-hmm. I said, no, it's still sealed. And I, sh- I show him that it's sealed. And he said, what do you mix those with? I said, well, really? I don't, I don't, I don't really know if you want me to be honest with you. He said, what do you mean? I said, well, I do TikTok and I try a bunch of drink reviews that end up my comments. He said, oh, what's your name? And I tell him the bluegrass underscore beard. Sure enough, this motherfucker goes and follows me and then proceeds to give me a damn ticket for not having my seatbelt on. <laughs> you so love I swear, it. I called Donut 5 after I left there. I love it. I, and his word were? I said, first off, happy birthday. Second off, fuck the police. Fuck the police. <laughs> not really, guys. We, <laughs> we we really do support the police. So no, listen, just... listen, Donut 5 is my absolute best friend. Like, I love that dude. And I cannot, every time anything happens, that is the first words out of my mouth to him. Just because that's, I mean, that's just mine yeah, and his relationship. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was like, how the hell? I said, I bet you ain't never got pulled over and got a follower and a ticket. <laughs> at the same time, no. In I the think same traffic the stop. Shit. Oh, my gosh. So, anyways, the other story I had, uh, a, a friend of mine, I'm not going to say no names or nothing. He's never been on the show or anything like that, but uh, he does listen. Uh, he told me today that uh, he went and had a uh, mold made of his wanker. <laughs> a motor willy. willy. A motor willy. Yeah, a, a motor willy. That, that's what I, get, I guess for his old lady. And, he, and I'm like, okay, okay. So he was telling me, like, how he had to go through with it, stuff like that. And I just don't think it's not that I, I wouldn't <laughs> do it. I just don't think that I could do it. I mean, there's some, let's just say there's some concentration going on with it. Um, and I'm not going to get too graphic with it. Nobody needs to know all that stuff. But Can he not just take the little blue pill and then? Uh... Oh, well, I, I guess, I guess you could do that, but you, you don't. It's not like you got to have the mold on for that long, though. I mean, well, I mean, how long does it have to go on there? I don't know, like maybe five minutes. You got the story, like damn it! Do we need minutes, to call him. Two minutes, five minutes, or something like that. Do we need to call him? I need accurate information no, here. No, uh, we can't call him right now. He's <sighs> a, he he got a previous engagement. I know for a fact. Uh, but it, we'll get onto that too here here in a minute, and I'll and, and you'll know why. Uh, we're gonna talk about sports. We're no. just gonna bullshit this whole. Well, episode. yeah, we're gonna bullshit, but a little bit. But okay, I just I just wanted to tell you though, you know, who in the hell does that though? Who makes a mold of their own wang? Who makes who makes a mold of their wang? Who okay. the hell does that? Okay, so I'm not even gonna lie to you. Uh, last year at Christmas, we had a dirty Santa at work, uh-huh. and uh, or not dirty Santa, but the secret, secret Santa, Santa. Uh-huh. Uh, where you draw the names. <laughs> right. So I get this girl at work. And literally, well, I mean, it wasn't very secretive for me. I walked in there to my supervisor and I said, give me her name. Right. <laughs> I don't want to throw names out there. Right. But I said, give me her name. That's that's the one I want. And, and me and her get along fantastic. Right. Like, uh, we have the same sense of humor and everything. So I said, give, give me her name. That She's the one I want. And I told her before, like literally like two days after I did it, I said, oh, yeah, I've got your name, by the way, for Secret Santa. And she was like, what are you going to get me? I told this woman for a month and a half I was going to mold my willy, and that's what I was going to give her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, I told, well, I mean, I told her it was going to be like them little rabbits that the girls use. Uh-huh. But, uh, right. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. 
But uh, yeah, I, I swore up and down I was going to do it. Yeah. I didn't do it. I think this year for Christmas, I'm going to save up a bunch of money and I'm going to buy like, I don't know, 20 or 30 of those kits. Right. And then I'm just going to do a bunch of them and then I'm going to go into work at Christmas and I'm just going to throw them at people. <laughs> I think that's what I'm going to do. Or you could just go get those little suckers that look like the penis and call them off. Yeah, but them motherfuckers. Yeah, but them, them motherfuckers will just start eating, eating the suckers. Eating so, them. no, I'm oh. gonna mold my own willy and I'm gonna throw it at them. I think that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah. I got my ideas now. All right, well, let's get into the show, man. Uh, we got a good show today, so let's get into. It. You got any shout outs? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna shout out the seven people that are in this TikTok live. Uh. That are actually sticking through this with, oh, the, yeah. with bullshit. That, <laughs> right, we're 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 here bullshitting. They're watching us uh, do our podcast live. So yeah, absolutely to them. And didn't New Jack die last week? I don't know. I'm pretty sure the the professional wrestler that uh, made his name really an ECW. You know, what I'm talking about New Jack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, I can't remember him too well though. I, I'm pretty I sure I'm pretty sure he either passed away last week or the week before and I didn't shout him out. So shout out to him uh for putting his body through hell. Um, yeah, definitely. Nah, I think it pretty well covers it. I all actually right. had one this week. I get all right. Well I got a few of them actually. Uh uh I wanna shout out Big Durfer and tell him thanks again Absolutely. for being on the show last week. We loved having you on. Hopefully uh, we have you back on again soon, so thank you. Um, and I want to congratulate all the uh, class of 2021 graduates that are uh, the seniors that are graduating this year. So 2021 senior, congratulations. Um, don't be as dumb as the 2020 class because yeah. I've gotten a few of those at work. Don't be as stupid as them. Yeah, uh, just be better than... The last class. We'll just That's say right. that. The last class before you. Uh, but good luck to you all anyways. Um, the other p- shout out. I want to shout out a new podcast. Um, Big E, who has been on the show, and The Doc, who also has been on the show. Um, they started a podcast. Uh, the Wise Guys Podcast. So check them out, guys. Um they got a a lot of good content, so give them a listen. And make sure you guys are listening to us on all platforms as well, and 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 sharing us and liking us on social media. You can follow us on Twitter at the Cheap, Cheap Seats, Seats Pod, Pod one. one, and follow us on Facebook at the Cheap Seats Podcast. Also, follow uh, Juice here at the uh, Bluegrass Beard, Bluegrass underscore Beard, at, on TikTok. Um, and you can follow us, the podcast, Cheap Seats Podcast, on TikTok. Um, so, yeah, share us, follow us, like us, whatever you got to do. Rate us, subscribe, whatever you, whatever it is you got to do. Give us five stars. Um, <laughs> let's get the show going, then. Do uh, the damn thing. Let's do some news. News. Fresh news. News time. All right. Uh, Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf. Ran here a couple of weeks ago in uh, the 100 meter dash at uh, one of the U.S. Uh, trials, and he ran a uh, 10.37. He did finish last, but I gotta say, for his time, like the first place time was like 
10.13 or something like that. Um, for as big as he is, 6'4", 230 pounds, for him to fly like that, I, that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's a phenomenal athlete, and, like, we talked about this when he come out and said that he was going to do it. We knew he wasn't going to go to, you know, to win. <sighs> yeah, that was our bet. That was, uh, at I least think that he was knew that as well, too. Was like, you know, how, are we talking about him doing it, or are we talking about him being competitive, or are we, ta- like, because that's two different conversations. You know, you're going up against professional sprinters. Um, I don't expect you to come off the football field and be competitive against no. people that do this day in, day out. That's all. That's like. <sighs> I do think Tyreek Hill could actually run and give them a run for their money. I'm, I'm not saying he'd be like in the top three or anything like that, but, but I think he wouldn't finish last. I know you're not going to know the answer to this, but I think for, did. He'll sprint in high school. Did he he did. Sprints? He was. He was a world class sprinter. Okay, I knew. I knew he done hurdles, but I couldn't remember if he sprinted. DK as well. did hurdles. DK hurt. did hurdles. Okay. Okay. So I'm just getting mixed up. I told you to mute that motherfucker. I thought I did. did I not tell you to do that? I thought I did. God damn it! I did. That's why we can't have nice things. All right. Yeah, I know. It, it's all right. It's muted. Nah. It is, I, all right. Yeah, Are you sure? No, but it's, <laughs> we'll figure it out along the way. All okay. right. All right, Ohio State bans, and we've seen this coming, Ohio State bans a massage therapist for inappropriate behavior targeting the football team. This does not surprise me after the Deshaun Watson saga going on. Um, I I don't blame them. I mean, it, it seems like some other, I'm not saying that these massage therapists, there's quite a few of them that are going against Deshaun. Maybe some of them are just targeting him. But uh, you're starting to see this shit come out, and the massage therapists are are they're starting to get a bad name for this. Yeah, and I hate that for anybody that's a massage therapist that is, you know, legitimately trying to run a business and make a living and and trying to do it cleanly. It's kind of like, <sighs> well, you always there's, have... bad, there's bad apples in every profession. Yeah, that's what that's, I say. That's what I was getting ready to say. You always have bad apples in every walks of life. Um, that's where you get uh, stereotypes from, or that's where you get a, a lot of people, you know, causing uh, grief for a whole uh, group of people, we'll just say. Right. All right. Uh, God, I cannot talk. Kevin Garnett. Tim Duncan and Kobe Bryant were honored at the 2020 Hall of Fame class of the NBA. Um, they uh, delayed the the uh, ceremony because of the COVID last year, and they were honored last Saturday. Uh, do you think this is the the greatest three players to go in at the same time ever? I'd have to look back at other classes, but I would find it hard to. I'd say that you could probably put them up against anybody. I would say Tim Duncan and Kobe are top five players all time. I would say Kobe definitely is. I think Duncan. I would say Duncan is, is definitely a top five big man of all uh, time. I, I, yeah, we'll we'll just say that. Uh, I think he's. He's probably top three big men. I think probably. Garnett's top I would have ten. To, I would have to really sit and think. Yeah, I would say Garnett's a top big, ten big man. big man. I mean, I think this could be one. 
one of and we also got in 2021 the class it's not quite as uh elite as the 2020 class but you got paul pierce chris boss chris weber and ben wallace headlining um you know you know i love chris weber i know he's a former michigan player he was one of my favorite players at sacramento Uh, even when he played for washington with uh um juan howard i i loved him um uh pierce I loved him at Kansas. I loved him at as a Celtic. I mean, I rooted for him. Um, Pierce was always a guy that was easy to root for as well. Like he stuck yeah. it out through the bad yeah. times with Boston, and yeah, yeah. And then he got rewarded. Bosch, I I wasn't. I'm not a fan of Bosch. I wasn't a fan of Bosch. I'm not saying I I think that he don't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying I'm not a fan of him. And uh, Ben Wallace. I love him. He's a four-time defensive player of the year, rebounding leader. Um, he didn't score a lot of points, but he didn't have to. That wasn't his game. I mean, he was just a, a freak when it came to rebounding and, and playing great defense. And that's back when the NBA still played good defense. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, Steph Curry wins the NBA scoring title. Um, do you think Steph Curry should be the MVP this year? Honestly? Yeah. No. Okay, who's your pick for MVP of, of the NBA this year, this season? I don't know. I... You want to know who my favorite person to watch this year has been? Yeah, sure. James Harden. James Harden. James Harden's actually been playing a little bit of defense, and he's distributing, and he's distributing the, ball. the ball. Yeah, that's yeah. the big one that has gotten yeah. me. Yeah, it is. he can score at any point he wants. Yeah, he can. But yeah. now that he's got Durant and Kyrie, he's kind of really taken over the facilitator role. Yeah, I'd have to really sit down and crunch some numbers, but I don't know. Steph might end up being my MVP by the end of that. But um, what about Jokic from Denver? He's still. He, He's getting close to a triple double um, yeah. in stats. He's been very crucial to his team. He's I know he's a big man, but he's pretty much the point guard for that team since Jamal Murray's been out. Right. Um and and Murray was a score first point guard anyways. So uh I don't I don't uh I don't know anybody else besides Jokic. Uh yeah, I got one that says Jokic or Curry in the comments over here. Yeah. So. Uh I'm going to go with Curry. Yeah, Curry's played there, phenomenal. But... I know Harden's been my favorite guy to watch this year, but I don't I don't really know. Like the other night he had like 5 points. So right. I don't I don't know how many of those have been in between and All right, I don't we're... know. That's a that's a difficult decision without actually crunching the numbers. We're about to talk about something I know you don't want to talk about, uh, um but we're going to do it anyways. We got to get I have to get this off my chest. Um, oh, am I turning my it, mic off? And no, is this sound off? Well, you, you might do that. You is might do that off? here in a minute. Is um, sound off? Not yet. Sound not off? yet. Damn it. We're just going to talk about right. it amongst us. Okay, we'll talk All about right. it. Urban Meyer is under a lot of uh, fire right now for uh, the Tebow signing, along with other questionable moves. I got questions for you. Okay. On this. Do do you think he he's in, in over his head? Potentially. 
Um, I'm seeing a lot of things with him, and 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 we see this with a lot of coaches. He's he's bringing in guys against better judgment because he knows them. He did this at Ohio State. Um, he brought in uh, Zach Smith, who's the grandson of uh, former coach or his uh, Urban Meyer's mentor. Um, and he brought in his uh, best man at his wedding to be his linebackers coach. Not to say that they weren't qualified, but was there other guys out there that could have been more qualified? And what about Chris Doyle to the Jacksonville? He got a lot of heat after that, after Doyle was released for uh, uh, racism. We'll just say racism because I'm not sure exactly what the whole story was on that. But he was released from Iowa, and he vouched for him. And then he ended up uh, releasing him or firing him. later on you know a couple weeks later i mean he just he seems to me like he's trying to revert back to you know how he did it in college and i just don't think he's gonna grasp the nfl way well that's kind of all he knows right so That would be what I would expect. Um, I love Urban Meyer, but you know you don't get to be successful, college or pros, without taking some risk. And what risk has he taken? He drafted so, Trevor Lawrence. So the part that I struggle with is most college coaches. It's it's more of a dictatorship in college, right? You schedule these kids when they eat, when they sleep. And it can be in the NFL somewhat. Look at uh, Jimmy Johnson with the Cowboys. He was more of like a dictatorship, and he just had all these great staff members, assistants. Right, but you Um, had... Which Urban Meyer's bringing in a... He has brought in a great staff. I, I I won't question that. Right, but most of these guys, like Chip Kelly and these guys that have made the jump, Nick Saban, they control every aspect of their players in their programs right, right. They, they control it all in their lives right uh that right down to their diet CBA to deal and with. all of this stuff you can't do that you're not going to do that in the pros right. a lot of the yeah. a lot of the, yeah I mean, there's because, guys on his team that are going to be making more money than he is oh yeah definitely so you can't you just can't do it that way so i would be more interested in how is he interacting with guys how right. is he you know, is he still interacting with them like he interacted with his college players? Because that's not going to work. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah, you're 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 definitely right on on that. But you know, whenever you make you know questionable decisions like that, you're bringing in Tebow, bringing in Chris Doyle. Um, when you make decisions like that, doesn't that look bad uh bad on you with the players as well? Potentially, but I mean the Tebow thing. I think everybody gets it. Like it's a culture thing. It's a. I mean, players aren't stupid. They know that Tebow's not coming in there to compete with Trevor Lawrence for quarterback. Right. He's not going to be the starting tight end. Players aren't stupid. They they he's know not going to be Taysom Hill. Yeah, he's he's either a gadget guy, but mainly a locker room presence, and that's okay. You know, like and I mean, like everybody's like, oh, he's stealing a spot from um, a, an, an undrafted rookie or something, you know, like, it, who's he still in a spot from? Some guy that played at East Arkansas State? Like, well, well, who knows? I mean, there's been a lot of a lot of undrafted tight ends, undrafted rookies, you know, tight ends, undrafted 
you know, other positions, which it doesn't have to be a tight end. He, right. But if he's they taking if, a spot if they from truly have rosters, if if he, all right, if he goes through training camp and he doesn't make the team, then it's a moot point anyways, because right. there's only fifty three on but the if, roster. If whoever he's still in the spot from truly has the ability to play in the NFL, one of those thirty two teams is going to find him. Like, and one of those thirty two teams is going to sign that guy. Right, but it only takes one chance, though. Right, but you're telling me that, oh, Tim Tebow going to the Jacksonville Jaguars is knocking some guy out of the NFL. It's possible. That I'm wouldn't not, have been knocked not, out of the NFL anyway. I'm like, not saying, I'm not going to say that, because more than likely, yeah. I mean, there, but there are extreme rare cases when it's like, That the you Jacksonville know, Jaguars would have been his only chance to play, like. No, I'm not going to say all that either. I I'm, mean. I'm not going to say that, but. But just some of the things, you know, he's, I love Urban Meyer. You know I love Urban Meyer. He's won a championship for my team. Uh, but just some of the stuff that he's done, signing, you know, signing other players like, you know, Carlos Hey, Hyde. I don't know if that's true uh, because, you know, I don't do the whole benefits and, and I don't know all the number side of things. But this comment here says, think about it this way. After three games, Tebow is available for the NFL retirement package. That's, yeah. Is Urban just going to get Tebow the retirement package? I mean, you know, could that be it? That, that, you know, that's a possibility. We, you know, that's something we'll have to look into. And hey, we'll all see I, all I can say starts. is if that is true, it's nice to have connections. Yeah, it is good to know low people so, in high places. Yeah. That's that's handy. Yeah. Uh. All right. So uh, we're gonna take a little short break and have a word from our sponsor, and we'll be back. We got we, sponsors. Yeah. Oh we got sponsor, shit! We big time. And we'll take uh when we get back, we'll talk about the NFL schedule and uh and get our takes on that. Ah. All right. We'll be right back. And we are back. We back. Uh, and let's get right into it. Uh, I didn't look end. at the schedule while we was on break. So. The end, uh, yeah, I didn't either. Uh, but we can pull it up if you want to. I can pull it up. Uh, but anyways, uh, we're gonna get into it. Did you, Did you look at it all? I looked at. I mean, a little bit of week one. Uh, you looked at a little bit of the week one. That that that's not very good. You're gonna have to take a look at it here. Right. Uh, so I mean, really though, what do we know? So. I mean, we, I mean, we can guess what these teams are going to be like, but like, I go week by week. Well, yeah, I get what you're saying, but uh, what about you know, you got any takeaways? Like overall, I mean, there's a lot of uh, good games going on. You got it. Like, well, I think my Cowboys got fucked in week one. I don't know how the hell we draw the Super Bowl champs on Thursday night with like the team that was getting better as the season went on. Yeah, but I think that's actually a really brought good, all uh, their coordinators back. Like that's true. They brought, brought every, all their talent back. All, like all twenty-two starters back, plus Antonio Brown. Plus Antonio Brown. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I think we got fucked on that, but whatever. You know. Y- yeah, but the rest of the season for you guys is actually relatively uh, not, not. I can't say relatively easy, but it's more favorable. Well, I mean, we play in the NFC least, so yeah, the, your division's gonna help you. What's your Browns uh, doing? Uh, actually, man, the Browns they got uh four primetime games coming up uh, this season. That's uh, like five weeks for the Cowboys. Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
or used to be anyways. The Br- the Brown play KC in the opener, and they play Green Bay on Christmas Day. I think that's cool. I mean, the last time we played, it might have been Christmas Eve, we played uh, um, the Chargers and won, won our first game of the season in like week 16. We got a Rams fan in the house. Yeah, I don't hate the Rams. I ain't going to hate on the Rams. I like I either. I like Aaron Donald. Yeah. And I think the Rams are going to have a fantastic year with uh, uh, Matthew Stafford coming yeah, Stafford. in and and that defense. And, yeah, I think the Rams are going to have a fantastic year. So I think you're in for a happy year. They added to that uh, offensive line, too. So that should, you know, really help them. Uh, I also noticed that uh, the NFL is returning to London, sending, uh, I think, three different teams to London. Of course they are. Of course Jacksonville's in there because that's of that, course that, they are because they want to move them. Yeah, the home away from home. Uh, of course we got the seventeenth game, the yep. extra game this year. Um, so that's going to be new, and there's no extra buys or anything like that. So yeah, that's a crock of shit. It, you know, I I did see that the NFL did move the earliest buys to week six, so that'll help a little bit. <laughs> I know the Browns have a week 13 bye. They got a a, a slate of games, though, of where they play. You know, I told you Green Bay, but they also play the Ravens in back-to-back weeks. Well, I ain't going to say back-to-week. I, seen, I did see that. They play week 12 at Baltimore, and then they play week 14. They got a bye in between. Yeah, Baltimore, I think, home. has to play. Who do they got to play? Maybe Kansas City, maybe? So they got a, a a little rough stretch. The Brown the Browns could actually take uh, one of those games. Should take one of those games, if not both. Um, and of course, Tom Brady returns to New England in Week Four. I would have liked to seen it later on in the season, but that'd be interesting. They probably did it early on for sake of you well, know anybody the, getting you know Brady. Yeah, the team should be at or, its healthiest point, and, right? And surely Brady's not hurt four weeks into the year. So, yeah, you definitely want him on the field in Foxborough for that game. So, yeah, you make it a little earlier. That makes sense. So, a quick question with the, the 17th game and stuff. How do you think that's going to affect everything, like fantasy-wise? How, Listen, you know, team, I, mean, I mean, teams are limping toward the the end of the year the way it is now. And now you take away – you you don't add an extra buy. You add an extra game. Like well, you take away an extra preseason. But like we yeah, talked I mean, about, yeah. most of your that's, veterans that's don't play irrelevant. that fourth game anyways. That's irrelevant. They they barely play a full game all preseason. Right. So you, that's completely they might play irrelevant. A, a full yeah, they might play a full game the whole preseason between two games. And I don't know why maybe. you don't add an extra buy to the NFL because that just gives you an at least another week worth of tv time on these tv contracts right. like yeah. i don't and, and another week worth of jersey sales where you're the top thing on everybody's mind i don't know why you don't add it because it's just opportunity to make even maybe, more money maybe it has something to do with their schedule maybe if they had an 18th game they had you know they could do it i'm not for sure uh you know maybe it has something to do with scheduling issues i mean fantasy wise now everything's going to end week 17 instead of week 16 because you're still not going to want uh, unless you to have to end your season on the last week of the yeah, season. Yeah, so you're going to – and most people end their season week 13, so you're probably going to be – most people should be – and if, if you're in – if you're in a uh, 
12 or more team league where you're going to have six six playoff teams, you uh, you would probably want to end your season on uh, week 14 be your last game and then do 15, 16, and 17 on a 16 playoff. A 14, you can go all the way up to you know, 15. Uh, the numbers are going to be a little more inflated. What about records? Do you think... Uh, like, say, for instance, Miles Garrett was to break the sack record. Do you think that there's asterisk with, with it? Probably. I mean, every record that was – what they go from? They go from 14 to 17 – or yeah. to 16? I think that's what it was, 14. So, yeah, every time somebody breaks a record that was during the 14, all you hear is, well, I mean, he did have two more games to do it in. Yeah, and well, that's just like – So, Roger yeah, Maris. you're going to hear every time somebody breaks a record now, you're going to, well, he did play in one extra game. Like, you're going to hear it. Yeah, like, I mean, but I don't think the NFL is going to hold that against them. I think it'll no, still be I mean, probably extra. not. It's just a... Just like Roger Maris with Major League Baseball for so long when he broke Babe Ruth's record of, of 60 home runs with 61 in 162 games yeah. instead of 154 games at the time. Yeah, I mean, um, it's something you're going to hear from the fans. I'd say the NFL probably won't hold it against them. But yeah, it's it's something you're gonna hear from fans every time it happens. So All right. yeah, uh, so here are uh, the top uh, top six teams that I wrote down that have the toughest, um, the the most unfavorable schedules this year. I took uh, that shot of Jim Beam. I got hot. Oh, I was gonna say I'm Woo! not. I'm not too bad. War. Right. Uh, what the uh, hell? You ain't got no damn clothes on. I know. Why you think you ain't in the camera? That's true. Well, I mean, shit. <laughs> uh, all right. So the Steelers and the Ravens and the Packers, Chargers, Washington Football Team, and Kansas City. They all have. Uh, the uh, most unfavorable, toughest schedules. All oh, them poor Chiefs coming in. I totally. You... I'm not even gonna lie. I wouldn't even listen to the first three, but them poor Chiefs. Uh, out of the Steelers, Ravens, and Packers, and Chargers, and Washington Football Team, who do you think is gonna be uh, be a, a playoff team out of these teams? Besides, we'll we'll say besides the Ravens and Kansas City. Well, I'm not sure Baltimore makes the playoffs this year. Uh, um, I don't know. I don't know. I think Baltimore Because I think you're going to have to hit three teams in the same division that makes it. So, eh? Because I think Baltimore probably finishes third. Well, no, Baltimore probably finishes second in that division. But I'm not sold that Cincinnati doesn't give Baltimore a run for the third spot in that division. Uh, that's what I was going to ask you. You think Cincinnati? doesn't give. Hold on. Hold on, hold on. I've crossed my brain. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh finishes third. Okay, okay. So, yeah, I'd say Baltimore probably does make the playoffs. Okay, so you I'd think... I'd say Kansas City makes the playoffs. Okay. Right, right. What about... Who else was in there? What about the uh, Steelers, Packers, Chargers, Washington football team? Steelers, Packers. I, I don't know if Pittsburgh makes the playoffs. I'd say they're probably out. I don't know if the Packers make it. Depends on what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Um, I mean, if Aaron Rodgers, if Aaron Rodgers is there, I'd say they probably make I'd it. I'd say I'd say that's a good bet. Uh, what uh, else you got? Who else you got in that list? Uh, the Washington Football Team. I love. I know you. I know it's in your division, but I don't think they make it. They're they're a hard nosed team. I don't they think are. they do. They either. are. I don't. I don't think they make it yet. But I like Ron Rivera. I like the way Washington's kind of built. Like I. I mean. I mean, they're built inside out. Yeah. I mean, so, they're. Unbiasedly speaking, I don't hate Washington. I hate Washington personally, but 
unbiasedly speaking, I don't hate them, but I'd say they're probably not there yet. No, no. Who else you got? Um, that's pretty much it. The Chargers, I think. I'd say, I'd say, uh, the Chargers make it. The Chargers make it as a wild card. Yes. Yes, okay. I don't think they win the division, but yes. What, what if Aaron Rodgers goes to Denver? Then I'd say the Chargers are probably out. Okay. <laughs> what about uh, who am I missing in AFC West? Chargers, KC wins, wins the Las Vegas the division. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, I'm not worried about Vegas. Nobody cares about them. All right, so we're gonna move on to the more uh, the most favorable schedules, the easiest schedules. New England tops the list. Of course, um, New England tops the list. Because um, God knows the NFL doesn't show any favoritism toward New England. Of course not. I mean, San Francisco comes in at number two with Tampa Bay at number three. Huh, you know, the Super Bowl champions have one of the, the third easiest schedule and shocking third most favorable schedule. I'm sorry, shocking. I'm not going to say e- easiest, most well, yeah, favorable. Well, no NFL schedule is easy. Um, yeah. Um, Denver number four, Carolina is number five, Buffalo six, Philly, Dallas, and Miami seven, eight, nine. Uh, out of these teams that didn't make the playoffs last year, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, um, yeah, All right, let me and see. that's it. Out of those teams who Just didn't make the playoffs, who do, who you, do I think makes it? Who do you think makes it? San Francisco. Uh, New England's a possibility. They're on the verge. Okay. Tampa Bay made it. I don't think Denver makes it. I don't think Carolina makes it. Buffalo makes it, and Dallas makes it. All right. There you go. Wasn't that easier? Yeah, that that was a lot easier. to Talk for a minute. Okay. So, so out of those teams, out of those teams, <laughs> who do you who do you look for that didn't make the playoffs? Who do you think? Uh, Will make the playoffs. Dallas. Out of, okay. You think Dallas will make the playoffs? Yes. Again? You think they win their division? They win the division. You think you can't win, win that division two years in a row. That was what happened last year. That's true. So they win the division this year, and they're the ones that thin. All right. Uh, I think I don't know about Miami. Buffalo made the playoffs last year, right? So they're not. They're out of this. Discussion. Yeah. Buffalo San Francisco. Made San Francisco will make the playoffs again. Uh, they were decimated by injury last year. That's the only reason that they didn't make it what, this year. What about Miami? You think year. Miami could? I'd have to go back and look, but it seems like I thought when Miami they... was close last year, right? But it seems like when free agency started, I was always talking about how much Miami was losing, that people were going out, not coming in. I know that they signed a few yeah, people some, toward the end of free agency. Sometimes, sometimes there's addition by subtraction. What? With that too, right? You but know, I they got rid of Kyle Van Noy, which was a, a bad contract, and he it was. produced for them. So it was. It was a bad contract, so that was like an they got rid of that grown grow grow something the def- the defensive tackle that was out of LSU. Uh, I can't uh, remember who you're talking. That was about. probably four years into the league. Like he's a pretty good D tackle. I think he might even went to and you know, New England as well. I can't like remember. Like I said, that's a. You know, but yeah, could like have you been a, you know, addition by subtraction type of thing. I'm still not sold on the old line. I'm still not sold on the old line. Okay, okay. Uh, I'm still not sold on Tua completely. Um, they did get Tua some weapons. They did. I ain't hating on it. Um, right. 
the defense played very well last year. I remember the secondary played very well, way above what expectations were for them to play. Well, what about Carolina? I mean, Carolina's in a very – I mean, I'm not saying – I'm not sold on Sam Darnold. I want to see what happens with Carolina. I, I want to see how yeah, Sam Darnold Yeah, that's a Darnold team I'm does. intrigued by. I mean, I'm very intrigued by him. Uh, I think uh, I think if anybody could help Darnold out, it can be Joe Brady. Yeah. Um, I do think uh, Brady is uh, uh, an up-and-coming offensive coordinator. He just didn't have – I mean – he has limitations with Bridgewater. Oh, yeah. So, but, I, mean, I mean, so, yeah, Carolina is definitely a team I'm intrigued by, but I don't know to what extent I'm sold on him. I don't. I don't right, right. You know, I, mean, I mean, we haven't seen what he's capable of. With, I like the defense. I like what they've like done the in the draft. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't hate the weapons. I mean, uh, CMC's back. So, right. I, I mean, mean there's, the there's pieces time. there, but the trigger puller is the, the main key to the puzzle. Right. So, you know, this, this is the first time Darnold's had any kind of talent around him. Oh, absolutely. He's been a jet the rest of his career. Yeah. So, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, he's, uh, I don't know. I like Caroline. What about Denver? You think, even with Drew Locke, they really did, you know, they hit really big on in a draft, I thought. Um, they added some pieces. They made strides. Uh, do you think that's they, another uh, one? Like I said, the the trigger puller is the main key to the puzzle. When you're not sold on the trigger puller, it's hard to really go in big on what they're gonna do that year. Right. We were we were high on Drew Lock coming yeah. into last year. Yeah, yeah, we we both were, and and he really made us look stupid. So hey, well, you know. He did. He his weapons around him. He dealt with his weapons around him uh, being injured. So I mean, I will. I will give him a little bit of pass. A little bit. I still think he needs to make big, bigger strides. Maybe, but there was no throw. There was no game where I was like, "Oh yeah, I see potential here." Like I personally thought Denver was stupid for passing on uh, Mac Jones or. Justin Fields in the draft. I think they're dumber I, than shit for passing on Justin Fields. Uh, you know, I mean, that's neither I, here nor there. I, I, I like Patrick Sertain. You know, I thought I thought he was actually you know a bet, a good value pick. He was actually a top ten guy, anyways. But I mean, they passed on Fields. They passed on you know. Jones. Yeah, I don't know entirely on Mac Jones, but I think they're completely stupid for passing on Fields. Right. Um, and yeah, I love Sertain. That's who I wanted the Cowboys to take yeah. going into the draft. That was I, my ideal selection. I was really surprised that De- Denver didn't trade out of that spot. Yeah, I mean, which I mean, part of trading out is you got to have a dance partner. But, yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would have been the two things I would looked at. Is okay, Justin Fields is here. If, I, if I'm the GM, I'm pulling the trigger on that and not even answering phone calls. But if you're not sold on fields, you answer phone calls, try to find you a dance partner to trade back. I would have even liked them to take uh, Micah Parsons, right, and, and fill that middle of the uh, of that uh, three four defense, uh, and play him at middle linebacker and and run that way. I'd have been okay with that. Yeah. Um I don't like you said. I love Sertan as a player. You said you didn't really know if you needed him. I mean, you, 
like you said, you can't never you can't, have enough yeah. good DBs. But you know, when you got um, a franchise quarterback sitting there looking at you, you know, you either do one of two things: you either trade back or you draft them. And right. especially if you're not sold on on uh, the quarterback you have in your in your QB room. I know I know they brought in Teddy Bridgewater, which will help. But I I I don't know. I'm I'm I don't know how sold I am on Drew Bree or Drew uh, Locke. Sorry. I about to say, don't make him burn him to him. No, he he got a way stronger arm than Drew Brees, but he ain't nowhere near. The mental uh, game more than accuracy. No, 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 not at all. All right, so let's get off the schedule, and we're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna go into list it real quick, and it it pertains to the schedule. I know you need to take a look. <laughs> this so is gonna be interesting. You're you're behind the ball here, but I, I need feel to like take I'm always behind the ball. Though. I got it pulled up here for you, but we're we're gonna list our top four games of the year. I'll go ahead and start since you're you're behind the ball and you're slacking. How'd you here. start me on the preseason? I, I just started the whole schedule. You're supposed to be my manager here. So You're supposed to be the brains of this operation. You started me in the preseason. There might have been games you might have been interested in. In the preseason, there ain't going to be. I'll go ahead and tell you. Knowing you, I don't know. All right. So, I'm going to go I need a go piece of mine. paper. Oh, good Lord. Here you go. Thank Here's a piece you. of paper. Here's a pen. Thank you. Thank All you. Right. Thank All you. Right. All right. So, I'm going to go with mine. Number four. I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Cincinnati Bengals. Week four, Thursday night football. Um, this is pretty much a revenge game for Trevor Lawrence going against Joe Burrow. Uh, it's it's our first chance. I, you know you know how I like watching these young gun, gunslingers duke it out stuff, especially the young ones. Um, so to me, that's a game that I would highlight, um, I don't know if I put it in my week four game of the week. I think my week four game of the week would be, uh, which I'll get on to it next, my week four game of the week for number three is also a week four game of Sunday night football. It's Tom Brady returned to New England, Tampa Bay at New England. That's definitely interesting. Um, so that's, you know, everybody's going to have eyes on that. It's on, it's, it's on prime time. It, NBC Sunday Night Football, um, week four. So make sure you guys check that one out. Um, number two is a week seventeen game. Hey, it could possibly, depending on how the Steelers fare, um, and also depending on how Cleveland does too. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, Cleveland's not out of the woods with me on, you know, we've. We've had one winning season before and just reverted back. So, so I just want to see it, you know, put together twice before my optimism is at an all-time level. So, week seventeen, Monday Night Football, Cleveland at Pittsburgh uh, is my number two game of the year. I mean, I I know I sound like a homer, but I think it's could be a possibly a crucial game. Could have playoff implications on it. Um, and my number one is week 12. This definitely could have some major playoff implications. Cleveland at Baltimore. Week 12, Sunday night football. 
and uh, this is this is probably this could be game of the year. Last year they played on Monday Night Football, and I believe it was uh, like a, a forty-five to forty-two game. Baltimore won. Um, I think it might have been the game that Lamar Jackson went and took a shit in the fourth quarter. <laughs> you, I remember that. You, yeah, I was gonna say if you could remember that. Uh, so uh, damn, I don't drink that much. I do know, remember that. I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I worry about you, but anyways, uh, yeah, those those are my top four. I think you know my number one. I think it, you know, says it all. I I can't wait. I hope there's a lot of fireworks with them. So. Uh, are you ready there? Yeah, might as well be. Good Lord, let's get on I only on made it to week it. eight, but I got four. That's all right. All right. You got four good games in week eight. We're doing great. I have. So, week eight, uh, we'll go right to it. On number four, I got the Packers versus the Cardinals, assuming Aaron Rodgers is still playing for the Pack. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that could be a re- that's in Arizona. It's a dome. That's a shootout. You know, it's what I'm looking for. We did game of the week yeah. all year last year. And we will be bringing that back this season as well. That's right. And I'm always looking for the shootout. I'm always looking for fantasy implications. Uh, so that one, that's got a lot of uh, fantasy big ballers in it. That's got a lot of points going up on the board. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. All right. Um, number three, I got Rams versus Cardinals week four. And that's going to be Matthew Stafford. Uh against my boy Kyler Murray. Yeah. You know how much I love Kyler Murray. Yeah. Um, and I love this Rams team coming into the year, which you'll find out here in a second. Do you think do you think there's gonna be a uh, a lot of a lot of great fantasy options on the Rams with Stafford at helm? Now? I think all of the weapons get elevated. It's just a matter like I think Cooper Cup goes elevated to don't Say even have to think about it anymore. A wide receiver too. Yeah, don't even have to think about it anymore. Like if he's going, like and and then Woods would would be a surefire start, which he's already to me. Almost. Right. Mo- I mean, most most, uh, most most settings, he is a surefire starter. So, and I think Cooper Cup elevates himself to that level as well. Um, and I think the running backs. Yeah. What do you think about Cam Akers? I've been seeing seeing him get shoot up the board well i think acres is elevated with the signing of stafford yeah. because now you're actually scared of the rams throwing the ball yeah so you, you can't deep yeah so you can't really pack it in and and really watch that acres is you know he's got a year under his belt now i, I think he's definitely elevated from last year yeah i've i've seen him rank pretty high and 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 some fantasy circles yeah i mean I, I haven't sat down and done my rankings yet but i i do believe that he is elevated from where i had him last year i think I'm, last year coming in i had him somewhere in the 20s i'm not sure that i put, i'll probably yeah, have him closer to 15 which was, now which was quite high for him last year actually until later on the season yeah. he actually started proving himself yeah but, he um, he was coming on toward the end of last year i'd uh, say this year just quick thinking i probably got him somewhere 15. 14 15 somewhere in there of running backs yeah of running of, backs of running not backs. Not, okay, overall. not not overall okay i could live with that so, All right, so who is your uh, number two? two? So number two kind of doesn't follow the first two kind of theories that I had here. Okay, but it's Bears and Rams week one because I want to. I'm I, idealistically Justin Fields is see, on the field. You want to see Justin Fields start? Absolutely, week one right there. Bam! You got the Rams. You got Stafford. Two, you know, two new quarterbacks in new places. What what's that segment the NFL Network does? New, new fate or 
same faces, new places. Or not for long. Or yeah, something not, something to that nature. Not, I don't remember what not it is. Not for long is what I've always heard the NFL stands for. But yeah, you know, I I really like that that pick. What week was it? Week one. Week you one. Said? Week That's one. That's the Bears I mean, week one game. That's I literally all I was looking for, week one. Bears. Bears. What, Where's the Bears? What if what if Andy Dalton starter? Then I don't want to fucking watch it. Yeah. And I I want to tell the ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you guys. That's why that, I preference that I'm assuming Justin Fields is a yeah, starter. This, this is our picks. This isn't like, the, you know, going against the grain. Or, we might be going against the grain, but um, this is just our pick. So Absolutely. So This is what I'm think, looking for, and yeah. I'm telling you why I'm looking All for. right, well, let's hear your number one. Number one, the Dallas Cowboys and Tampa Bay Buccaneers, week, week one, one. Thursday right. night football, and I didn't care who was in that slot. Honestly, I mean, it makes it better for me that it is the Cowboys, but I didn't give a shit who was in that slot. Football is football back. Football is back. That's right. the only reason it's number one. Yeah, I I don't uh, I don't hate that pick. I'll be I'll definitely be watching that game. Um, this could be quite the litmus test for. Uh, uh, Dallas too. I know Dallas. Dak's gonna be back healthy. They've uh, brought in a lot of uh, talent on on defense, and they brought in uh, Quinn, Dan Quinn, a, a former head coach of Atlanta, as their new defensive coordinator. Which I think will. I thought it was will, a good hire. I, you know, he he's not a great defensive coordinator, but he runs the scheme that they need to run and. I think defense. he's a pretty good defense coordinator. I don't think he's a great head coach, but I thought he was a pretty good defensive coordinator I in mean, Seattle. His defenses were shitty and and with uh, Atlanta all the time, but he yeah. also did have right. But he's the head, coach, head coach, and he doesn't have played as well. Yeah, and he doesn't have a really. He never had the talent. I no, mean, he doesn't have I mean, a great secondary like he had in Seattle. Right, but he's got a great linebacking core. He's got a pretty good front four. I, I would argue he's got a top of the top end of the league. Front four, like not right. not top, a, a top, top half, top of half the league. league, top ten probably of. of yeah, your, he's probably your all front seven is definitely a top ten front seven defense. Oh, the linebacker core, I could argue that the linbacker core is is top three. Yeah, definitely. uh, the I, front four t- probably brings it down. I'm not gonna say. Oh yeah, because they haven't all put it together, uh, like because they've been injured. Right, but you still got D Law. You still yeah. got a top three linebacker core. You still got pieces that you rotate in and out on the you, rest of you the You probably got a four. top four linebacking core if you add in Parsons. Yeah, but you got to subtract Sean Lee. Oh, yeah, yeah. I keep on forgetting Lee was out. Yeah. Okay, so that's where you were saying top three. Yeah, yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. If, if, if Parsons works out, which I'd be really surprised if he doesn't. So. Oh, I would be shocked if he doesn't. With that much talent around him, I'd be shocked oh, yeah, if he doesn't yeah, work yeah. out. So, uh. Guys, make sure I'm gonna plug us again here. Make sure you're following us on social media, um, on on Twitter at the cheap at the cheap seats pod one, and on Facebook cheap seats podcast the cheap seats podcast. Um, like us, follow us. Make sure you're following Juice here, Bluegrass underscore Beard on TikTok. And if you do that. All the links to the show are in my bio. All you got to do is click on my link tree. It's got the Facebook, the Twitter the Spotify link and the Apple link. So, and follow the show on TikTok as well. The chief seats podcast, uh, follow us on there. We need the followers. I want to be able, we want to be able to go live through the, the show, the show as well. Um, not just on 
Mr. 55,000 <laughs> followers, bluegrass beard here, um, making me all jealous. So, uh, are you ready to get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here. Fuck, where's my let's, shot glass? Oh, shit. Here, I don't know what the hell you did. Pour, I found pour it. Pour us up here. Uh, we, Start telling everybody how much we love them. Yeah, we, we definitely love all the listeners. We want to toast all the listeners. Um, we want to toast all the guests that we've had on the shows. We want to thank you guys. Without you guys, our shows would probably be quite boring. Um, so yeah, thank you guys. Uh, what you talking about? Without me, our show would be boring. Oh yeah, probably. I'm the one that runs us off the rails here. You, we got to have that every show. <laughs> I mean, it, without that, I mean, we got sports, and every now and then I got a joke and I got a story, but. But we yeah. got we got to have your brains and organization. Don't sell so, yourself short. Some uh some of your shit though. But then I mean, some of my shit. You got to have my shit to. It's very entertaining. It's very entertaining. It makes me laugh. All right. So uh, always we want to toast the uh, our military, first our, responders, our first responders, our medical teams. Um, yeah, first responders. All you guys out there, emergency medical. All you guys uh, who's out there fighting a good fight for us. Um, and our listeners, is there anybody else? I don't think so. All right. Let's get them up. Cheers, guys. Get them up. Get them down. Has anybody told you you're beautiful today? Because <coughs> you might be the best damn looking thing I've seen all day. Oh, and we are out. <laughs> Woo, my nose is burning. <laughs>